Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And buy Woody's Sunglasses. Don't let glare ruin your magical view. These premium wood frame polarized sunglasses will let you tour the parks in style. Visit them at Woody's.com. And now, it's show time. Vahidi Mekyoni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 208 for the week of October 15th, 2017. Welcome, everybody, back to the Tiki Hut. Unfortunately, Sean has ditched us again, so be prepared for his shenanigans at the end, trying to tell it. He's the best, and we left him off, and actually he ditched us this time. Keith is busy, so you're stuck with me and Scott. You know, we're going to bring back the Dixie Landing, so... The Bayou is everybody, in the house. Everybody's turning off their, their listen devices right now. They're like, yeah, we're done. We're, we're shutting this one off. We didn't come for these two guys. <laughs> Waldorf and Sadler well, are here. <laughs> so we don't torture you guys too much. We did reach out and bring on a guest. Uh, we were fortunate enough for, for Wade to respond and offer up his services and come join the, the Tiki Hut tonight. So everybody welcome Wade. Wade, if you want to take a minute, go ahead and, and let everybody know about yourself, your love for Disney, how all that started, and, and anything else you want to share with them. Yeah, well, hey, I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to come on uh, today. It's uh, it's always, a, as I said, it's always a good day when you get to talk Disney with some fellow Disney fans. But um, I'm all the way from Lincoln, Nebraska, right in the middle of the country. Grew up going to Disneyland as a kid. And then about 15 or 16 years ago, took a family trip to Disney World and caught the bug at that time. Um, fast forward, you know, 16 years later annual pass holder, Disney Vacation Club member, um, veteran of many run Disney races. So really enjoy, you know, getting to the world. I enjoy Disneyland as well, too, but um, Disney World is really the go-to. And so, um, you know, my my family, we've really, my kids, two kids, two boys have really grown up going to Disney. um, And that's really, you know, a lot of their best memories come from Disney World. And I have... um, you know, just a great time every time we go down. I've got a few trips in the works here this year and then possibly early next year because, you know, you have to uh, get use of your annual pass because I'm playing with their money now as far as uh, days and making it worth it. But, uh, no, I'm just really excited to be here, guys. Uh, love the podcast and, again, excited to talk Disney. So I guess big question, since you grew up at Disneyland, 
and now you're a big Disney World fan. Yeah. Do you prefer Disney World now over Disneyland, or is it kind of half and half? Or you know, I, I prefer Disney World. Disneyland is great because of the of the size. You know, just with the two parks, and of course you can walk back and forth to the parks, but you don't have. Um, you don't have that blessing of size that you have at Disney World, which you know some people call it the Disney bubble, or you know you're within that property because you know what do they say? It's the size of of you know Manhattan, New York City. Um, you've got that, and I'm, that's what Walt wanted: the blessing of size, where you could have um, you know you could be on an attraction and not see the highway or or buildings off in the distance of of Anaheim like you can see now. Um, again, but being that Disneyland is where you know where Walt walked and where Walt was uh, so hands-on and instrumental. It's got that, it's got that specialness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I enjoy it, but I think as a whole, I, I'm a Disney World fan. I, I love the four parks, the water parks, the resorts, the restaurants, and Disney Springs is just absolutely amazing with what they've done and the transformation in the last few years. Yeah, I mean the restaurants and you know it's like a theme park in itself. Um, a few years ago, I kind of felt it was kind of like a mall and it was nice but it was kind of like a mall and now it's it's like its own theme park so you know a lot of times people say to me geez you're going to disney world again haven't you done it all (laughs) i'm like you can't do it all (laughs) you know and it's constantly changing so i love disney disneyland is a blast you know to go spend a couple of days uh it's a lot of fun you know some of the attractions there i will admit are better than their counterpart at Disney World, but of course then you know some of the attractions at Disney World are, are quote-unquote better, and that's my opinion, than those at Disneyland, but um, if I had my choice, you know, I, I'm headed down to Orlando. Yeah, I'm, I'm still itching for my, my first trip to, to Disneyland, so hopefully that'll, that'll happen for too much longer, but it's it's a great you know everybody I tell people that if you if you've never done it and you're a Disney World fan you have to do it because yep. you, you walk in you're kind of like this is familiar kind of <laughs> you know I, I right. know I'm going you know I'm walking down Main Street and I I expect to see this here but it's it's not but it's it's kind of the same and so but once you you know you, you kind of get around it's just got that um, it's just got that great really you know historic feel to it to it but then you have California Adventure across the Esplanade which is um, you know, is, is kind of ever changing and changing now again. Right. Um, you know, cars, cars land is, is amazing. And, uh, I always kind of hope there would be a cars land at, uh, at Disney world, but it is kind of cool that it's only at, at California adventure too. Um, and you know, now they've changed, of course, tower of terror to guardians of the galaxy. I have not been there since that's changed, although I hear it's fantastic. So I, I'm looking forward to, to, you know, going back and seeing that. And now they're changing the paradise pier around, um, a little bit as well too so it, it's ever-changing but it's got its own um you know it's a it's a great place to go too so if you, you get a chance you have to go um and experience it it's fun to kind of compare and contrast when you're there too yeah yeah uh that's what i'm kind of looking forward to but who knows when i'll be able to talk the wife into getting out there so <laughs> i know how that goes believe me <laughs> <laughs> yes i do <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll get on with the rest of the show after that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's short time. Here are your 25 questions to answer before time is up. Don't fall out of that noble perch. It's Perch Talk. I'm here with a Perch Talk with a cast member, Lydia, live at 
Geyser Point at Wilderness Lodge. Hi, Lydia. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. So I have 25 questions for you, and we have two minutes on the clock. If you can answer it, you get a prize. You want to know what the prize is? What's the prize? It's coffee. And you can drink coffee right now. I understand (laughs) that. But it is uh, Trader Sam's Coffee, and it's brew your happy place. It's good coffee. One day you get to try it. So, um, All right. 25 questions on the board. Are we ready? Yep. And start. Your favorite Disney World theme park? Disneyland. Or Disney World Disney- theme park. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> Disney World theme park. Epcot. Favorite land in Magic Kingdom? Liberty Square. Favorite souvenir? My Junie and Burke. Favorite quick service? Casey's Corner. Favorite table service? Gico. Favorite on-site hotel? Yacht Club. Favorite show? Mm. Oh! Um, do fireworks count? No. <laughs> oh, then um, the uh, Hocus Pocus villain spectacular okay. at the Halloween party. Favorite parade? Boo to you. Favorite fireworks? Hollowishes. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Epcot Pavilion? Norway. Favorite time of year to attend Walt Disney World? Uh, Christmas time. Not Christmas, but Christmas, Christmas time. Christmas season, right, yeah. Monorail or ferry boat? Monorail. Favorite thrill ride? Everest. Dole Whip or Citrus Whirl? Dole Whip. Favorite Main Street shop? The Emporium. Favorite princess? Merida. Favorite prince? Eric. Favorite Disney song? Candle on the Water from Heat's Dragon. Favorite non-Disney movie? Lucasfilm, Marvel, Pixar? Mm, Avengers, the first one. Favorite sweet treat? Uh, the Mickey ice cream sandwich. Favorite street performer or band? The Dapper Dance. Least favorite attraction? Ooh. Um... Oh, that's rough. Uh, Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse. <laughs> Favorite Disney bar or lounge? Mm, Jack Lindsay's Hanger Bar. Time's up. You got 23 out of 25. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. No, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty you hesitated a little bit, but uh, thank you so much for participating. Thank you very much. And welcome back from the break. So what we were going to do with this show, uh, give you a little bit of a this or that option. It's something that Scott and I did several times on our old show, and some of you guys get a taste of it if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And you know, Every Tuesday, we throw out an option for you, and some of you complain about being too easy, and some complain about being too hard. So that's the fun of it. I get to sit back and watch everybody squirm. So <laughs> Basically, what we're going to do, I'm just going to give you two options, and you tell me which one you like better and why. So I'm going to start one off for you guys that – kind of is interesting to me to see your approach on this uh let's say you're leaving hollywood studios you know you rope dropped it you hit your three rides and you're walking out at 9 30 so <laughs> you're going to head over to epcot which way do you prefer to go do you get on the boat and go in through the international gateway or are you going to catch a bus and walk in the front doors of epcot not not where i thought you were going with that one but <laughs> Wait, I'll let you start her off. 
You know, it's interesting because I actually did this last year and, and was able to hit up the Star Wars fireworks and then get back to Epcot for Illuminations. Wow. Um, yeah, it was quick. And we, we actually ended up uh, taking a bus because we got down to the boat dock and there was a line about 100 yards long. Huh. And so I thought my first then instinct was to walk and just hustle it and walk you know, by the boardwalk and up over the bridge and into International Gateway. But we saw a bus and it said Epcot. So we got right on the bus and it got us there within, you know, six, seven minutes and we walked in the front. So I would probably say bus, if you're worried about time, boat, if you want the nice boat ride. So I'm going to go bus number one just to save on time. Okay. So is it boat and or walking or just boat? I know where you're going with this, and let's just for simplicity, let's just say boat. Okay, because I would have done just walking would be my choice. And walking can be quick, and like I said, that was sort of yes. my, my, my go-to at that time because, I mean, it is a, it is a bit of a track, but... Okay, okay well, here, here we'll, we'll do this for you, Scott. Let's say it's the middle of August, and it's like <laughs> 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Ah, made it much more, much more uh, of an easy choice than that one. I will go bus. Only because those buses are like a whopping 30 degrees inside of them. So I'm going to go enjoy some freezing air conditioning. And as long as the bus is there or within a couple minutes, it's probably going to be your fastest route. Otherwise, yeah. I would be walking. Yeah, I mean, bus is definitely the quickest route. I mean, I didn't know if anybody preferred going in, you know, with the International Gateway and going into the back or just the scenery on the boat ride as opposed to, you know, being stuck on a bus. So that's why I went with that one. I'm, I'm going to kind of do a twist on this. I, here's where I thought you were going to go. If you go in International Gateway, do you go to the UK or do you go to France? Because hmm. I know we always okay. do that. Do you start in Mexico or do you start in Canada? Right. And the reason I say it is I'm always, I start in Mexico, but if I go International Gateway, I always start opposite, in, right? I do, I start in France and I go around that way. I, I, I do too, actually. I do too. I'll have to write that down for for I, next time. I, I never really thought about it, and that's that's where I thought you were going, and that's why I kind of blinked when you when you're asking the question. I thought you were going to go. It really made me think that I, depending on which way I get into World Showcase, I actually go two different ways. Okay, well I missed out on that one, so. <laughs> Carry on. So sir. let's let's go to a kind of a different option. We're talking countries in Epcot, and I figured I would pick two countries that seem to kind of get overlooked. They don't really get mentioned as much as some of the other ones. So which one is your, I would say, I guess, favorite out of these two? Either Germany or Japan. That's an easy one for me. I'm going Germany all day. You've got beer garden. You don't need anything else. <laughs> That's a good call. Germany and, um, yeah, I would say beer garden probably does trump everything else as well too and pretzels and better bratwurst. selection bratwurst beer yeah Schaffer, i mean the beer, beer. yeah see I, i've never eaten at um beer garden but the, when i was writing this down the only thing that kept jumping out at me was the caramel you know caramel couche so yeah. i was just like so live there <laughs> It is good. I tell you, the quick service at, at Japan is pretty good too. If you want somewhere where it's kind of, um, you know, a little bit quiet up there with the fountains, so it is nice up there if you just want to grab something to eat and and just kind of be a little quiet space. And and I know a lot of people like going through the um, 
what is it, the Mitsukashi the right. store or whatever. The so, incense and Hello Kitty store. I, I, it, I can't even tell you the last time I walked through that <laughs> store. I ended up going back to the, the back and uh, buying uh, some Japanese like Ramoon candy that I can't find anywhere else, like little gummy <laughs> candies. Yeah. I don't know, they come in like bizarre flavors, and I, I, I buy those. I don't even know what Ramoon flavor is. It's like a soda water flavor, but <laughs> they're, they're really good, so I, I buy those back there. That's probably the one thing I always do in Japan. But overall, I, I like yeah, Germany's number one. All right, so move on. I think this is probably going to be the toughest one. Personally, it might not be to you guys. Challenge um, accepted. All right, so I'm going to give you Yeehaw Bob or the Buradika Band. Nah, not hard. You want me to go first? Go for it, Wade. You, you, you can't go wrong with Yeehaw Bob. I, I love Buradika Band I mean, because I think they are a lot of fun to listen to at Animal Kingdom. Um, they are, they are, they're pretty cool. I mean, they've got they've got some great songs, and it's you know it's a lot of fun uh, to kind of get up, dance a little bit. But Yeehaw, an evening at Port Orleans Riverside with Yeehaw Bob, and I have a lot of friends. I say, oh, have you seen Yeehaw Bob? They have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of say he's like I don't want to say he's like a hidden gem, a Disney World, but I he think he still is. is. Yeah, just because you have to make an effort, obviously, to get to, to Port Orleans. And uh, I think he's, is he Wednesday through Saturday? Something like that. Um, I don't think he's there every night. So you have to hit it the right time. But I've been there New Year's Eve with Ehab Bob, which is just a hoot. You know, he's passing out hats <laughs> and noisemakers. And you can imagine the, uh, you know, the, the karaoke line around, around the place. But Yeehaw Bob is... Man, I, I I hope that guy can go on forever because I love I love an evening at right. with Yeehaw Bob. Well, you've got the the greatest resort. You're inside in air conditioning, and it's like what three or four hours of nonstop fun and laughs. And he puts on the most incredible show. And yeah, he definitely is a hidden gem. Verdika, don't get me wrong, absolutely love them. If I'm in Africa, I see them. But again, if you're pulling, it's in August at 2 o'clock, I'm not going to stand in the heat of the sun and watch, you know, okay, you could go to Dawa Bar and, and get some uh, nice libations and everything else, but I, I, I can watch them, but, you know, even with them, their their entire, um, you know, performance isn't that long either, where Yeehaw, even when it comes to break time, it's like he doesn't even want to stop for his own break just to, to keep going, so that's that was an easy one for me. Yeah, I agree. I, I've seen him on, on like, consecutive nights and it's a different show too which is mm -hmm. really cool you think he doesn't just do he doesn't have just a canned set right it's that guy's got more songs than uh you know and he really can. feeds off of the audience too oh yeah it's a lot of fun okay so maybe it wasn't so tough <laughs> <laughs> i was kind of thinking if keith was going to be here that might that might be a debate because i know he's a big fan of bird Dika, so oh well uh moving on to the next one um Better, I guess better duo is how we'll phase it. Chip and Dale or Woody and Buzz? Hmm. That's a tough one. I'll, I'll go and uh, I'll say Chip and Dale just because they, they bounce off each other so much as far as what they do where Woody and Buzz are a great duo, but they have their, you know, their, their differences and, and times where they're not really getting along. Where Chip and Dale, you know, if, if they if they're fighting, it's like in fun. 
I I am going to say the same. Um, Chippendale, back when Liberty Tree Tavern used to have characters, Chippendale yep. were there. And there was a Halloween party, uh, Mickey's Nuts, it's a scary Halloween party that we were there. And uh, Chip and Dale were having so much fun with the guests, and especially the little kids. I mean, they were they were grabbing like you know masks or hats from kids and running around. They'd be upstairs, downstairs, around. I think the way that they play off each other, like you like you mentioned, is um, makes it a lot of fun. Woody and Buzz are you know dynamic duo, but um, if you're talking about seeing them, getting a photo, Chip and Dale are they're great. They are great. They make it a lot of fun. Kids yeah, any, love them too. Any of their dining experiences and meet and greets, they they love to interact and have fun with the kids, and it's usually like in a prank type way. Right. I, I, I think I've only seen them there, I, so I couldn't speak to to anywhere else. I always have to ask my son which one's Chip and which one's Dale. And I remember <laughs> one has the red, one has the red nose, right? I, and I couldn't tell you if that's Chip the is the chocolate chip, chip nose. <laughs> uh, and they've also if you, look at, if you look at their teeth. One's got buck teeth and one doesn't. I think Dale's got the buck teeth. I just always remembered based on chocolate chip. I, I will always remember that now. Yeah, I was going to say, now that you said that, that's an easy way to... <laughs> there you go. All Perfect. right. So let's move on to one I had a little fun with. Um, I was trying to think of something really disgusting to go up along this to make it <laughs> make it fun. Shopper Hopper. Um, Don't even have to give me the other actually, choice. Actually, no. Um... Would you rather have a drink of Beverly or a nice, refreshing glass of water from Bay Lake? <laughs> Do the brain-eating amoebas come with it? <laughs> if you want them, then sure. <laughs> you get a trip to the emergency room with that? <laughs> I, I don't mind Beverly, to be honest with you. I, I can I can handle Beverly, and I... Um, I don't know if I could drink multiple drinks of Beverly, but um, I think I would rather drink Beverly than Bay Lake water. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't hate Beverly, but at least one I know is, is actually not going to kill me. So I will go Beverly all day long on that one. It's always a good option when you're not. there's not a chance of dying. Right. So <laughs> Come on, where's your sense of adventure? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's go back to when we were kids sitting in front of the TV watching the Disney Channel. Better cartoon, DuckTales or Darkwing Duck? I'm going to say DuckTales. I'll I'll jump in. Jump in. I, I haven't seen as much Darkwing Duck, and I'm not sure why, but uh, DuckTales... I think we've even got DVDs here. Our kids had them too, you know. So I couldn't give you an exact reason why, other than I know I've seen more Ducktales. <laughs> That's my only reason, right there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same. Darkwing Duck was, you know, he was fun, but I remember watching Ducktales a lot more. And I've, I mean, I think there's like three. I think there's four episodes out in the new one, which it's a completely different style of the show itself but it's the characters and the theme song you know I, I can't help but now have my boys watch that with me so I, I'm going to have to go DuckTales just because that was one of my classic childhood ones that I remember Alright so just curious would it have been any tougher I originally had DuckTales or Rescue Rangers would that have made a, a difference at all? Oh that would have been harder 
Yeah, I, I probably would have done Rescue Rangers on that one. Okay, I, I just Ducktales still just because of familiar more familiarity still with Ducktales, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I put Darkwing Duck because a lot of people talk about it. I, I remember the cartoon, but I'm, I'm kind of like y'all. I, I didn't really watch it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Ducktales sticks out in my head more than anything else. So yeah. All right, um, let's go get something to eat. Um, we're gonna pick a better snack here. Uh, We're going to give you a chocolate croissant or a beignet. A croissant from (laughs) from France? From wherever you'd like it, V. From France. I guess that would be fair if we're going to do the the beignet from from Port Orleans. French Quarter. Yeah. This might be the toughest one. (laughs) Because I like them both. I may go beignet because I think those, at least at Disney World, at Disneyland, you can find beignets because they have New Orleans Square, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless I'm missing it somewhere at Disney World, beignets, Port Orleans French Quarter. So I think they're they're a chocolate croissant is nice, but beignet is a little has a little bit more specialness to it because of where you have to get it, which is, you know, at French Quarter. So I'm going to go beignets number one with a close second with the chocolate croissant. See, I would normally say the beignet for that same reason. You, you can't get it in a lot of places. While it's, yeah. it's, I think it's an okay quality that they've got at French Quarter, may, you know, maybe a little bit better than okay. You know, we talked on our, our breakfast episode that the chocolate croissant is always my go-to when I'm at Disney for breakfast. So I'm going to have to pick that one. I remember you. I remember that now. Now that you say that, yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, beignet. Um, that there's no no comparison to me. But uh, let's move on. Uh, let's go do an attraction real quick. Uh, better, I guess you call it a fo- the 4D attractions. Um, Feel hard magic or tough to be a bug. I'll jump in. That's an easy one. Feel hard magic for me, and I've mentioned before. That's one of those attractions that. If I need something in between fast passes or just to get out of the heat at Magic Kingdom, I will always go to Philhar Magic, and it's one that we do almost every trip there. It's tough to be a bug. It's one that I rarely do. One, I don't really care to have the stink bug smell, and two, I know to <laughs> sit forward on the bench so that it doesn't attack me and like, try to like break my spine. I, I, I think this one is... is... Maybe not as tough as the others. I will. I agree a hundred percent. Air conditioning. I always seem that to to get into Philhar Magic a little bit quicker. Whenever I go to Tough to Be a Bug, you you kind of walk down and you stand outside. It's hot. Then you get inside. I feel like I'm standing in there for a half an hour. Um, <laughs> and then you finally, you know, then you finally get in. I'm like, I think we just spent an hour and a half trying to see Tough to Be a Bug. So I, I always feel like Philhar Magic, yeah, the air conditioning, the comfort seats, and I love the classic Disney movies as well. In uh, in Philhar Magic, um, you know, when they go back to Peter Pan and you hear the clock chime, and I think that's just uh, it's it's a go-to for us every time. Tough to be a bug, maybe if it's <laughs> cool outside and I'm not going to be standing outside too long, maybe we'll go to. But so yeah, I'll go Philhar Magic number one. Well, like you said, Philhar Magic, you're getting all the classics in there. Yeah, I in the, the way they they kind of you know uh, stitch the songs together, it just all fits. It's right. it's really, really um, 
it's a lot of fun, and I, I, I think it's great. You know, they go from Aladdin to Peter Pan to, I may have that sequence wrong, but, you know, you're getting um, way back classics with some of the, the 90s classics, the Disney Decade classics. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun attraction. All right, call me evil. I'll, I would go with Tough Be a Bug just to see everybody squirm at the end when they're not expecting <laughs> the bugs to... And little kids crying that need to exit stage left. <laughs> well, yeah, no, not so much. I've got a little kid that's had that happen, so I, not I, so I much. Had one too. I had one too. <laughs> Believe me, I do. So I, I speak from experience. But no, it's you know the one thing about tough to be a bug is the way uh, and and you know the cool thing about that that is is that opened before Bugs Life was even released, and that was a really that's kind of a cool little fun fact. A lot of people don't know that. They, they created the attraction, and then the movie came out shortly thereafter. But just the fact that it's in the trunk or the bottom or the basement of, of the Tree of Life is pretty cool. Right? Yeah. As far as aesthetics, you can't beat that theater. And even the, you know, the detailing when you walk in and, and when you do walk down through, that's, that does have a really cool factor. I will, I will admit that. All right, so the last one that I have for you guys... Um, Speaking of Tree of Life, it's a kind of a good segue into this. What is the better park weenie? The Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom or the Chinese Theater at Hollywood Studios? I'm going to have to go Tree of Life. I've not been to Hollywood, so that theater, you know, even though the classic or anything else to it, it, it doesn't have much to it. And there's, you know, it's not an original where the Tree of Life, you know, the fact that it's built on an oil rig and all the characters that they put into it and to make it look like a tree from so far away is just a, an imaginary masterpiece, I think. I agree. I thought you were going to say Tree of Life or Cinderella Castle, and that would have been really tough, too. Um, but I, I, I love the fact that they took the hat out, you know, a few years ago and made the Chinese theater the original weenie of the park. Um, I think it's a great mini recreation of the Hollywood Chinese theater and you know with everything walking down the street it, it, it really does draw you in but I do agree that the tree of life is is a masterpiece the way the way that that was built and you also see that I you know I feel like you see that from you know the parking lot you're driving in whether you're on a bus or you're, you're in a car and you see the tree of life off in the distance. And and then when you get up close to it, and I always tell people, you know, look around at Disney. Don't just run from attraction to attraction. It's it's not a state fair. Look up, look down, look all around. And walking around that tree of life and seeing the animals carved in, you know, quote unquote carved into the trunk is 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 a piece of art really. And so and now what they've done at night with the the Tree of Life Awakenings, right. um, which, is, which is really cool. You know, the projection mapping just gives it a whole other element with that park being being open later now when the sun goes down. So um, that's my long-winded answer <laughs> to um, <laughs> I would go with Tree of Life, Better Weenie, and Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I, I mean, I almost had put Cinderella Castle in there, but I figured that would be too easy for Cinderella Castle, so I went something else and I, I think I overthought all these these options is what I did <laughs> still made us think uh, though well you could have thrown the Epcot you know Epcot um, oh wait, Epcot or Tree of Life I don't know that might be a tough one actually too no Epcot wins all day every day 
<laughs> it probably does because I love Epcot. That's you know my number one favorite park. Maybe as I've gotten a little bit older too, and and La Cava del Tequila's there. Yeah, <laughs> um, can't beat a blood orange margarita and <laughs> chips and guacamole on a hot day. But um, yeah, still you know the Tree of Life. It, it is it is pretty you know an Imagineering wonder, I guess if you will. Very true. But Epcot's Epcot. All right, Wade, before we uh, close up the show, something that we do to every guest that comes on and something that Matt and I have done ourselves on here, we always ask the same five questions to our listener, and it's our Tiki Lightning Round. All right. All right. Your favorite snack? I have to go Mickey Bar, just because it's ice cream and chocolate and shape of a Mickey. Classic. Favorite attraction? I knew you guys were going to ask this one. I'm going to go just because I, I actually anticipated this one. I I um I am going to go with the Tower of Terror just because nice. now it's the only one at, at Hollywood Studios in the United States. But also just because of the theming, you know, from the walkways to the the exterior decor to the you know the lobby, the library, the boiler room. That attraction has so much more than just you know shooting you up in the air and dropping you. So Tower of Terror. Good choice. Your favorite movie? Mary Poppins. Wow. That's a good one. Favorite yeah, original character? Mary Poppins. Favorite character? This is this is a tough one, actually. This is a very tough one. I, I think that I would probably say, just because my kids, when they were younger especially, thought this about me. I'll go Goofy. <laughs> Can't go wrong right. there. No, your d- dads are always goofy, so yeah, goofy. <laughs> and last but not least, your favorite Disney parks memory. My favorite Disney parks memory. I I, I have a lot. I I think. Boy, this is a really tough one. Um, I'm probably going to say. Uh, when my kids were young and we would get to the Magic Kingdom early and there would be nobody on Main Street and just being able to walk up Main Street where it seemed almost deserted and being able to take pictures of of the kids in front of the castle with literally nobody behind them, that doesn't happen very often anymore. <laughs> and I can remember one specific time, I think my kids were about about four and nine and uh, I've, I, I've got the picture uh, in a frame in our bedroom on Main Street. And uh, just the, the joy in their faces, the, the joy that they, they felt, the anticipation. And um, that just, uh, I think about it and I, I, I smile when I think about that. And especially when my kids were younger. Now they're older. <laughs> and they're still a lot of fun. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's, it's a little different than it was then. So that, that's my favorite Parks memory. I always love them when the kids are involved. Yeah, yeah, they've been a big part of our, you know, our experience with with Disney. My wife and I love to go, you know, whether it's for the wine and dine weekend or just the wine and dine festival. Um, and they still get mad at us when we go without them. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, and they you know, like I said, they've they've grown up going, but um, but you know what, they still love to go, and and we just have a lot of great memories. We've got more pictures at Disney than I have frames in my house. So it's uh, again, it's been a big part of our our life. All right. 
Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on and, you know, let our listeners know where they can find you and your social media. If you've got a website, anything you want to plug, it's all yours. Don't, don't have a website, Twitter at Husker Wadero. H-U-S-K-E-R Wadero. W-A-D-E-R-O. And, uh, yeah, that's my, my Twitter handle. And, um, yeah, Disney's, uh, Disney's the best. There's nothing, especially in these times. You know, it, it's great to be able to get to, uh, to get to Disney World. Great to be able to talk Disney with you guys tonight, too. I really appreciate the opportunity. And, uh, Disney is my escape. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> That's why we do this. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, Wade. Thank you so much. So that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Can't get to the parks? Get the magic of the parks delivered straight to your door at MickeyMonthly.com. Want to decorate those boring magic bands? Check out the customized decals at MyFantasyBands.com. Make sure to use the code EnchantedTikiTalk20 to save 20% off your order. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Get a clear view of the parks with Woody's polarized sunglasses. Check out all other wood frame styles at woodies.com. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please rate us on iTunes. And you can find Sean when he's doing his Eeyore skit at One Minute Disney Dream. And Keith is SwedishChef.com. You can find me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at MHolly579 for a special guest, Wade. Thanks for listening this week. Alan, take it away, buddy. Thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith and Matt. I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. I didn't know where I was going with that. It's like, yeah, that's best I got. Hoopy doopy meatball. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And MickeyMonthly.com, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by KingdomStrollers.com, for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. Also by Trader Sam's Coffee. Why not brew some magic in your home? And finally, Woody's.com. Sunglasses for a glare-free view of the magic. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.